This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, what's going on, folks? Curtis Wilkerson with hogsports.com coming to you live from Bud Walton Arena where the Arkansas Razorbacks just knocked off Rogers State 83-49 to in exhibition action here tonight in Fayetteville. First of all, it feels great to be back in this building. It's been too long. Razorbacks played five games. They finally just got into Bud Walton Arena. If you think about it, it's kind of crazy for a preseason, right? You get four games overseas. They played in Spain twice, Italy twice, played over in Barnhill Arena. They just got over to Bud Walton for the first time tonight. Uh, it was good to see them in there. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good crowd, especially for it being a Monday night. Uh, it's rainy, it's nasty outside. The lower bowl was, was mostly full, uh, but they were loud, they were rowdy, they got into it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, secondly, it feels a lot better to be standing here talking about an exhibition game compared to how it felt exactly one year ago today. Uh, when Arkansas, you know, staved off a, a buzzer beater, essentially, uh, to hold off East Central, another Division II school. Uh, that was a wild night. So you feel a lot better, you know, about a, a, a win over 30 points. Uh, that's what you're supposed to do, right? If you're the top 10 team in the country uh, playing a Division II school. So uh, much better outcome. And Eric Musselman said the same thing. I asked him right, right after the game. Hey, you know, what were your overall thoughts? What stood out to you immediately in the aftermath from the game? He said, well, it was a lot better than last year. Uh, I would agree. <laughs> so uh, you definitely take what you got uh, from the Razorbacks tonight. And you, and you can't only take so much away from these exhibition games. It's an opportunity for the team to get better, to improve, uh, to work out some kinks, figure out some combinations and rotations. Uh, this is a lot more about Arkansas. Uh, and what they had going on internally than it was about the final result. But again, you'll, you'll take a 35, 34 point win. Uh, you know, play to the level of your talent. That was the message that Eric Musselman sent the team leading up to the game. Players one through 13 on the roster, play up to your level of talent. Uh, and I felt like Arkansas Matta took a step forward in that regard tonight compared to what we saw in Europe. And, and again, the team's going to get better. Right, the more they practice, the more they grow comfortable together. 11 new faces we talked about. It's going to take a little bit of time. I thought they took a step forward in some areas tonight, and it's certainly still some things to work on. Nobody's a finished product in October. I mean, some of the things that stood out to me, we'll talk about team stuff first, but I mean, just this team is a walking highlight. Right, how many times are the Razorbacks going to be on Sports Center Top 10? I haven't watched it yet tonight. If Anthony Black's alley oop dunk over the top of a defender, uh, does not get on Sports Center top 10. I don't know what does. That was incredible. Point guards don't do that. <laughs> they just don't do that. But Anthony Black does. He's not your typical point guard. That was an incredible dunk. Uh, and, and he was serving up lobs. Arkansas, they're so long uh, and so disruptive, and they play above the rim. It's going to be a really fun team to watch. If you like dunks, 
transition, alley-oops, high-flying, block shots, uh, just above the rim play. That's what you're going to get with this Razorback team. And I thought they showed that tonight. Uh, you know, 21 assists, that's really good. 21 assists on 28 made field goals, that's 75% right there. That's the type of numbers that you want to see from this Razorback team. That's a positive. On the flip side, Arkansas had 16 turnovers. That's too high. Their goal is nine. Uh, thought they made some strides in the red-white game, play a different opponent. Uh, still, you know, a little bit sloppy there. I think that's something that's going to correct over time. I really do. Arkansas is strong at the point guard position uh, with Anthony Black, Nick Smith Jr., Devo Davis. Their ball handlers back there are really gifted. Uh, as these guys get comfortable with each other, I think you're going to see that number continue to go down. Uh, but it is something to keep an eye on. So uh, they were in the positive today. Good number of assists, too many turnovers, something to work on. Shooting-wise, 60% field goals, that's what happens when you do a lot of your damage around the rim. That's a really good number, 38.9% from three. They were 7 of 18, so Arkansas was selective, and they knocked down the shot opportunities that they had. I think that's how Arkansas can become a better three-point te uh, shooting team this year. Higher quality shots, maybe a little bit lower volume, but you step up and knock down the opportunities that you have. Arkansas did a good job of that tonight. 54.1% free throws. What the hell was going on? Arkansas got to the line 37 times, only converted 20 of them. Um, that's not great. So I bet they're going to be back on the practice floor doing that perfect free throw drill that Musselman talks about all the time uh, because that's something this team's going to have to do. Are you going to make a ton of threes this year? We'll see. The jury's still out. Uh, most people think probably not. They didn't last year. They made the Elite Eight. How? They dominated in other areas. One of them was free throws attempted check in that regard tonight you got to the stripe 37 times but you got to step up and knock them down 20 made free throws on 37 attempts just isn't good enough and everybody was guilty to a degree tonight i think arkansas is a better free throw shooting team than that and i think we'll see that moving forward it's the first time they've gotten there and, and shot in a game atmosphere in bud walton arena maybe that had something to do with it i don't know but i think they're going to be better than that throughout the course of the season uh, the defense was nasty uh, the the length was so disruptive uh, and I think that's going to be a common theme with Arkansas. It's also a versatile group. They can do a lot of switching. Your bigs can get out there and guard on the perimeter. They can hedge hard and recover. Uh, boy, I think this team's got a lot of potential on the defensive end of the floor. They held Roger State to 4 of 25 shooting in the first half. That, that's, that's pretty good. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Held them to 30% from the field for the entire game. Um, I was impressed by Arkansas defensively. They had eight blocks. Uh, probably altered a lot more. I don't know how many deflections they had getting out in passing lanes. Uh, plus 20 rebounds. They dominated in the paint. Uh, that's what you're supposed to do against a team like this is impose your will. Uh, use your superior talent, your length, your athleticism to your advantage. And Arkansas did tonight. Yeah, I, I do think, you know, I, I had some people I noticed, you know, commenting on my, on my Twitter and things like that saying, oh, they only scored 37 points in, in the first half. And, and they did. It was 37 to 20 at halftime. They pulled away even more in the second half, which you got to understand it. Listen, if Arkansas wanted to tonight, they could have scored over 100 points. They could have won this game by 40, 50, or more. Uh, but it was about the team, and it was trying different things, different combinations. Uh, all 13 guys played in the first half, and they all played in the second half. And you had a lot of different combinations, different looks. They were trying certain things. Some of your key guys weren't playing down the stretch when the game was out of hand. Uh, listen, if Arkansas wanted to, that could have got ugly tonight, but it was so valuable to get some of these guys extended run that we haven't seen a lot of. And, and you start to see some of the potential uh, out of some of these guys that we haven't been talking about. I think that was good. I really do. 
Uh, you know, one thing I think, you know, maybe to keep a little bit of an eye on, we saw a little bit of this in Europe, uh, you know, the, the stagnant stretches offensively that Arkansas ran into in Europe, I, I think you got to keep an eye on how are they going to consistently convert, especially in the half court. Listen, when Arkansas is forcing turnovers, getting out in transition, they're going to be tough to stop. But in the half court, especially when Nick Smith Jr. is not out there, not on the floor, who are you going to turn to? How are you going to generate those buckets? Um, it'll be interesting to see how that part of, of this team evolves over the first several weeks of the season. Uh, I think you've got some guys you can dump it down to the post to who can get you some easy buckets in there. It's something Arkansas hasn't really had so much uh, in the past. they got some bucket getters down there. We'll, we'll talk about them in a minute. Uh, but listen, a young team, this is our part of, part of the process. I thought they looked much better, uh, just much more together out there on the floor, even though there are things to work on. Uh, the continuity is improving. The chemistry is there. Uh, a lot of positive signs uh, from this evening. Some of the players, you know, Musselman talked about how he's, you know, he's probably going to mix and match some starting lineups. They're still trying to figure some things out. I really like the group that they started, Nick Smith Jr., Anthony Black, Jordan Walsh at the three, and then with Trevin Brazil and Jalen Graham, the, the star of the red-white game, uh, there in the front court. That, that group is so long. We talked about length and versatility. That starting five kind of embodies it. Uh, really think that group is fun to watch. They're versatile. They can get out and defend uh, on the perimeter. They can switch. They can run the floor. Uh, that's going to be a, a fun group to watch. I'm anxious to see how often we see them on the floor. I thought it was a pretty good-looking starting lineup. Uh, but Arkansas has a deep team. I'm sure we're going to see a different combination at Texas over the weekend. Uh, Joseph Pinion, freshman guard. Speaking of guys we don't talk about much, uh, listen, he played 14 minutes. He scored 15 points, led the Razorbacks. He hit four threes. We know that Joseph Pinion can shoot. They started running plays for him. He hit three there in the second half, running off screens, catch, shoot, quick release. It looked really good. So how is he going to get on the floor and be able to help this team that needs three-point shooting? It comes on the defensive end of the floor. And listen, they're playing a Division II school, Roger State, whatever. He had a couple really nice sequences of on-ball defense. That's a confidence builder. That's a booster. He, he ran the shot clock out on a guy and, and got a deflection there. Um, had another really nice sequence of individual defense. He's diving on the floor for loose balls. That's the formula for him to start seeing an increased role. And Musk said it. He played really well in the red-white game. Played really well in this game against Roger State. That's something to build off. So they're taking notice. Right? Do I think he's going to start in game one and play 30 minutes? Probably not. But can he continue to increase his role and his value and force the coaching staff's hand? Yes, he can. We've seen guys like Devo Davis do it in the past. This could be another prime example. Keep an eye on him. Looks good. If nothing else, he's got a very bright future at Arkansas. I think he's going to help this team, uh, not, not just this year, but moving forward. I uh, was really impressed with him tonight. I thought he looked good. Uh, that's a positive sign. Trevin Brazil was the only other guy in double figures. It's kind of a balanced attack, uh, but he was all over the stat sheet. He had 11 points, six rebounds, four blocked shots. He was all over the place. He knocked down a three, uh, beat the defense down the floor, and had a big dunk. He had some crazy uh, alley-oop lob finishes that, quite honestly, most guys just can't catch those balls. His reach and his wingspan and ability to get balls out of thin air above the backboard and slam them home, it's crazy uh, what he's able to do. Really fun to watch. I thought he looked good tonight. Stepped up and knocked down a corner three. Uh, his release looks quicker. He's not thinking about it as much. His catch and shoot is there. Uh, I think he's going to have a big season for Arkansas. I really do. Nick Smith Jr., another guy, uh, he scored the first seven points of the game. You thought he was going to get on a heater for Arkansas. He finished with nine. Uh, so he quieted down after that, but I thought he really gave a jolt for the Razorbacks and set the tone. He was aggressive, getting to the free throw line, knocked down a three. Uh, it, was, it was Nick Smith seven, Roger State zero right out of the gates there. 
Uh, so you'd like to see him continue that effort you know, throughout the course of a full game, but he didn't play that much in the second half once Arkansas had things under control. Jordan Walsh, the other starter, I thought he looked better. He's still got some things to work on. Uh, needs to tighten up that handle a little bit, play a little bit stronger. Uh, but he showed some things. He, he showed some progress. I uh, had a couple nice drives to the rim. He had a nice basket cut and a reverse layup. He stepped in and knocked down a three. I think he's a guy that can do that for Arkansas. I don't know how many times I stood up here and said, I think he's a guy that can step up and knock him down. He got one tonight. Maybe that's a confidence builder moving forward. Uh, Jalen Graham looked good offensively. He's got the footwork. He's got a knack for getting to the line. He can finish with that right hand. Uh, needs to be better on the glass. He only had two rebounds. That's something must mention afterwards. Makai Mitchell, dude can play. All right, he can play. He came in and made an immediate impact. Uh, blocked a shot. You know, he gets down the floor, uh, runs hard. He's making good defensive plays. He's switching out and guarding guys. He played some at the four when Kamani Johnson was at the five. He also plays center and can do some of the things that a Brazil can getting out, being versatile, uh, plays with some physicality. Uh, liked what I saw from him, got a big offensive rebound off of a free throw early that extended possession, was finishing inside, had a big dunk. Makai Mitchell is one to watch as he gets comfortable. Must said, you know, him knowing the third, fourth options in the offense, being on time with his rotations defensively, that's what's going to help him increase his minutes. But in terms of sheer talent, he might be the best that Arkansas has at that center spot. I'm anxious to see how he progresses moving forward too because I think he can really help the Razorbacks. And then Anthony Black mentioned him a little bit, uh, but but I'd be crazy not to talk about him again. You know, as a point guard at his size, uh, he's just so gifted. I think he's going to be an elite defender. He blocks so many shots at the rim. If he gets beat off the dribble, he's got the recovery speed to get back and block a shot. He did that a few times. He'll step over and get it. Uh, he's got length and instincts where he can pick your pocket and go coast to coast. And then what he can do with the basketball in his hands, his vision is incredible. Some of the lobs that he threw up. Uh, you don't even see the guy coming on the cut. He just lofts it up there, and all of a sudden there's Brazil uh, or a Mitchell twin or somebody there to flush at home. Uh, he's, he's got just terrific vision for a young player, uh, just a great feel for the game. He always is under control. Uh, and, man, when you take him off the ball and let him go to work, he can do that too. He's a high flyer. He, like I said, the lob dunk that he caught over the top of the defender uh, was one of the more impressive things that I've seen. Uh, just a very special player, and I think he's going to be in for a big year, too. So uh, a, good, a good night overall for the Razorbacks. Um, obviously, some things to work on. Like we said, there's going to be some bumps in the road here. Okay, I have a feeling uh, that whether it's for the full game or coming out of the gates or whatever, Arkansas is going to, going to catch a punch in the chin from Texas, a veteran group, on Saturday. I'm so anxious to see how they respond because talent on talent, Arkansas is as good as anybody in the country. On paper, Arkansas is a team that could be a Final Four contender, just like everybody's been starving for. But how long is it going to take them to put all those pieces together? It's really going to be a fun ride to watch. I'm excited about it. It was fun to be here in Bud Walton Arena tonight. And I'll be in Austin, Texas over the weekend to give you guys some more updates as the Razorbacks take on the Longhorns in a charity exhibition that's 3 o'clock at the brand new Moody Center. Wouldn't it be awesome to spoil the opening, the first game, the Texas Longhorns in their new arena, even if it doesn't count on the win-loss record, I think it'd be a lot of fun, especially with top recruit Ron Holland in the house to watch. All right, guys, it's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hog Sports. Appreciate you guys. As always, we'll catch you in Austin in a few days. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.